Thanks for listening to Shellheads, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle podcast. This episode is all about everyone's favorite rude dude, Raphael. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe via iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy! Welcome to a brand new episode of Shellheads, a TMNT podcast. I'm your host, Sergio. That is your host, Jeff. Hello. How is it going? It's going. It's been, been a couple weeks since, since we talked. Uh, I, I just want to start it off by saying we've made it. Episode 20. Oh, my God. Yes. Episode 20. Our, our podcast can almost drink. Almost. 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 Uh, Kids, ask your parents. This is, this is we let's see. In less than a year, we've gotten to 20. It took Reality Breached a long time to get to 20 because we did them so inf- infrequently. Well, just because we're shelling these out. Yeah. <laughs> Tune in for more dad All right, we're just going to shut it down there. Oh, no. Call it a podcast. No. Uh, no, we made it to episode 20. And as promised, with every fifth episode, uh, we are going to cover a different character. Uh, in episode five, we covered... Leonardo. Episode 10, we did Donatello. 15, we did Michelangelo. Ooh. And today, we're doing Leatherhead. No. Oh, no. Uh, crane. No. no. Yeah. Raphael. Oh, we're gonna, no we're, Ace Duck? Is this no, not an no, Ace Duck not special? An, we're not spending 10 minutes on Ace Duck. Empire Quacks back. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're doing Raphael, who just so happens to be my favorite uh, Ninja Turtle. Mm-hmm. So, these typically tend, typically tend to be short episodes, so... I can't promise it this time around because he's my favorite. Right. But we'll see. And let's, uh, well, Jeff, in the original show, how was Raphael described? I was, was uh, uh, cool but crude. Rude. Rude. Cool, rude. It always sounded like crude no. to me. What? Yeah. No, cool but rude. Yeah. 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 Uh, for some yeah. reason, it sounded the other way around. Um, uh, and, and that was the point at which I fell in love with the character. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, I was a snarky little kid, you know, I was like, aha, already. Yeah. And yeah. Just more to add more just, fuel just, to the fire. Just, just very, just wise cracking, just or more toppings to that sarcastic pizza known as you. Exactly. Yeah. And I got my training from Raphael mm-hmm. in, in the original cartoon. So it, that, that I've kind of carried with me my entire life. I, I noticed. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that was most people's first window to the character. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the first iteration of the character, but that's where everyone learned, hey, who is this guy? Mm. Uh, probably the second most common uh, version of Raphael is the original movie mm-hmm. uh, in which he had a Brooklyn accent. He did. Uh, which is is something that's been been that that has carried on through other you know iterations. iterations. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that for a moment. Okay, I simultaneously love it and hate it. So it's a fifty fifty split. Yeah, it's fifty fifty. I love that he has a distinct way of talking. Mm-hmm. 
logically it doesn't make any sense. Well, logically, a mutant turtle who can do ninjutsu. Nope. Wrong. Exist. No? They explain that in the fiction. Well, yeah. They don't explain why he doesn't have the same accent as, as his brother's. You know, a family of dudes who grew up in Boston are all going to talk like they're from Boston. Mm-hmm. It's not like three of them are going to be normal and then one's going to be super Boston. Maybe. Well, maybe all the turtles were collected from a different location. You don't get your accent from where you were born. <laughs> you get your you accent from how you were raised. Could. Well, not with that attitude, Sergio. I'm just saying. <laughs> like... It was never explained why he had a different accent, and mm. I guess they don't have to. It, mm. Yeah. But again, some ha- antics. half of me kind of likes it. Yeah. So, whatever. Uh, let's see. Let's just, I guess, character traits. How would you describe Raphael? Loner. Yes. You know, angry. Definitely dealing with a lot of anger issues. Um, that sh- always has that short fuse. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, too, his anger fuels how he fights. Yes. So the angrier, kind of like the Hulk, the angrier he angrier he gets, the better he fights. It's funny that you name drop the Hulk because he he is often portrayed as the biggest. Yeah. Like physically, he is he's he's the brute mm-hmm. of of the four. If one of them is going to be the brute, uh, and like the Hulk, anger is a factor, mm-hmm. uh, and. You, you mentioned anger. You mentioned um, loner. You mentioned what else did you say? Short fuse. Short fuse. I mean, anger yeah. and then short well, fuse yeah, can yeah, be yeah, kind but of in, you know. All of those, of course, we have to talk about the original depiction of Raphael. You know, to, to really get into that side of the character, because in, in the comics, rather than just being sarcastic and being a wisecracker, mm-hmm. you know, he. He was a brooding, angry character who had a short fuse and was violent and, and, and had to catch himself from doing, making huge mistakes. You know, like he, he almost punched Michelangelo just because he beat him in sparring. You know, well, he was being teased. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You but still, still, that's like you are, the, you, you, the playground rule, like, oh, I'm better than you. I was like, oh, nobody likes that. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You keep your cool, you're a ninja. Well,. Period. That's yeah. yes, um, but loner is a really good way to put it. Mm-hmm. He, I don't want to say is depressed because that's a clinical thing, and I don't want to get into that. Mm-hmm. But he does have this sullen mindset, almost built around the idea that we're the only four turtles in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, we live underground. We have to keep ourselves hidden. There's this is as good as it's going to get guys. You know, like, why are we doing this? Why, why are we even doing this? I, no, I, you know, I, I would say that depression though, probably does play a little bit of a part of that. I mean, I it can probably, say that. Yeah. Yeah. I think at one point of, or in our lives, some, you know, all of us have felt that way, mm-hmm. you know, especially being nerds or geeks or, you know, feeling like outcasts. So he very much feels like an outcast. Yeah. So yeah. I identify with the big guy you know, from time to time. <laughs> and and, and he, he's physically the biggest. He's the second oldest. Mm-hmm. So he's naturally second in, you know, on the pecking order. You know, the, the oldest being Leo. Well, 
I'm as good as Leo. Why am I not the leader? Yeah. You know, uh, the, the, the second child in any group of brothers is always going to be the one who gets in the most trouble. Mm-hmm. He's going to be the one who didn't get as much, I don't want to say the phrase nurturing, but the firstborn always gets all the attention. True. The lastborn gets all the attention because it's the baby. Mm-hmm. The middle children, they're just kind of like, eh, figure it out. Here's some table scraps. Enjoy. Exactly. Yeah. So he has, he very much has a second born, like, what's the uh, second born complex? Yeah, and 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 that manifests itself in a lot of different ways. Uh, specifically with Leonardo, mm-hmm. he is constantly in almost every iteration challenging Leonardo's le- leadership, uh, both vocally and violently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know we talked very extensively about the fight in TMNT. Yeah, before. But we can't talk about Raphael Raphael without highlighting that fight. Because that that fight is top three moment in all of Ninja Turtles, or in all of Raphael's history, probably. Definitely. I've watched that so many times over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dealing with, with that fight, him having to take up the moniker, you know, of a, a... Masked vigilante mm-hmm. to kind of, I guess, channel and fuel the fact that Leo's gone, right? And all that just building up over however many years he was gone, and when he comes back, it just you know that's it. Yeah, yeah. And 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 what I find interesting about that movie, and we we'll talk about that movie again. I don't I don't want to completely right ruin our t- conversation about that, but. With Leonardo gone, you would assume leadership would fall to Raphael. Right. But instead of him being a leader, he just kind of doubles down on his lonerness. Mm-hmm. Lonerd- lonerness? Lon- lonerdom. No. Loneliness. Yeah. Maybe? Maybe. Uh, whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to yeah. say. Yeah. He doubles down on being alone and takes on a vigilante personality while his other brothers just kind of go astray and do and get get jobs odd jobs yeah get odd jobs to get by so it, that movie makes it clear that as much as he wants to be a leader he can't be it's not in his it's not in his blood right uh, unless of course you're talking about a completely different iteration of it uh, rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles where he is the leader which is so weird it's weird and it of the changes that they make that's the one that doesn't make any sense to me mm-hmm uh, and saying he's the leader in, in, in that show, he's almost just a leader in name because it's not like he is the person who's planning out all their stuff. The, the, the turtle, the iterate, that iteration of the turtles is the least organized of all of them. They're just kind of stumbling in so many ways, stumbling into adventures more so than they ever have before. Mm-hmm. And Raphael is just, just happens to be the oldest and the leader. Yeah. I, I would say that that show is the teen Titans go of the Ninja Turtles franchise. I don't know enough about teen Titans go, but what I do know it's is you're probably right. It's, it's bad. <laughs> there are some, there are some, some gem of, you know, episode, you know, some gems in those episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not what we wanted. Kind of like, that's kind of the way I feel about Rise. But anyway. Eh, eh. The, the, again, we're going to talk yeah. about Rise yeah, eventually, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but just surface level, I don't know what I wanted after the two 
the the twenty twelve twenty twelve Nickelodeon show. Because that show was so good. I assumed it was going to go on for like 12, 15 seasons. Because there's so much to do. But I understand wanting to move on. Like the ratings had dipped enough to justify a change. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I wanted. I'm fine with Rise because there's enough interesting stuff in it. And the animation is amazing. I wouldn't say amazing. Dude. Like, you just kind of dialed it back. Like You compare it to 2K3. this, This is a hot take. Oh no! Rise might be the most beautiful Ninja Turtle cartoon to date. Um, no. Yeah. Oh, the dude. I. No. It has more vivid colors. More. It's like everything is ratcheted up two or three more levels. It's that Cal Art style, and I'm just not a fan mm. of that design style. Like I love that art style. Yeah, but that's not what we're talking about today. Yeah, no, we're talking about Raphael. Yeah. So, where where was I going? Oh, Raphael is, of course, the turtle with the red mask. Mm. Uh, he's the only one who's had the red mask through everything. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the others, of course, had red originally and then were changed to colors and blah, 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 Don't blah, blah. Don't confuse the children. No, no, of course. We don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, he, yeah, he's, he's the red masked one. He has size. Let's talk about his size for a moment. Mm-hmm. Normally a, a defensive weapon. Normally a defensive weapon. Very much so not a defensive weapon no. in most of the of Turtles lore, which it wasn't until I was an adult that I realized that uh, size aren't sharp. No. But he makes them sharp. The, the shows make them sharp. Mm-hmm. You know, the movies, they weren't sharp, but he barely used them in the movies. Mm-hmm. Size aren't sharp. So the idea of them cutting through things like in the original cartoon is ludicrous. Yeah, it is. Ever since I learned that, his size have kind of made me mad. <laughs> They've kind of bothered me. A little bit. Not that he has them. It's just that he's not using them properly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and we see in Team and T, that fight we were talking about, he uses them properly. Oh, extremely. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's something that Peter Laird kind of <laughs> eventually grew into. It's like, wait a minute. Yeah. He, we, this is how this should probably work. Yeah. Um, but he has always head size, which is good. He didn't. He didn't. Oh no, head Tomfa, didn't he? In what? Did he like the batons. In did he? Didn't he have him in next mutation? I think he did. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Ugh. It's as bad as a grappling hook for a weapon. Does it work? It's, I don't think say a grappling hook is not a weapon. No, it's not. <laughs> a grappling hook. A grappling hook is is just a noose with more steps. Doesn't he have Tomfas in the new show? Rise. I don't think so. Where's your figure? It's up there. It's somewhere. It's up there somewhere. Actually, he might. Yeah, he does. Mm. Yeah, he does. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. That show's beautiful, though. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> There's been a lot of different iterations of Raphael. Most of them follow the archetype created by the original comic. Mm-hmm. And that is anger, rebellion, short-tempered, and, and just always wanting to start a fight. Always. That can be seen in the 2K3 show. 
Very much so. <laughs> well, I forget which episode is like fight or flight. I was like fight. I was like you always choose fight. <laughs> it's like one of my most vivid lines that I remember. I think it was in the um, the Turtles in Space um, multi part. Okay, yeah, yeah. I choose fight. Of course, it's a terrible it's right rap. Always it's a terrible rap impression. Hey, oh, choose fight. That's even worse. Yeah. Cut. Uh, yeah, yeah. Don't have all that staying in. Uh, no. <laughs> um, it carries on into the Nick cartoon. I know. I know you haven't watched an extensive amount of the Nick cartoon. That's a but, good chunk of it. Uh, the Nick cartoon is very good about mm-hmm. sticking true to the to the Raphael character. Mm-hmm. Uh, both on both in like both spectrums. And and speaking of both spectrums. While he is the angry one, he also is the one that is portrayed most often having a warm heart. Yeah. Outside of Clunk, if the turtles have a pet, it's probably Raphael's. Yeah. Okay, because he gets, he, he gets a pet in the Nickelodeon show. Mm-hmm. He has a pet. Turtle. Well, yeah, that eventually becomes Slash, but yeah, that's, that's weird. Yeah. Um, he has a pet in the IDW comic oh yeah that he gets on their their journey to uh, uh through time okay what and what it's what like is a, this it's like a dinosaur <laughs> it's a it's a, like a ti- it's a little dinosaur <laughs> is it not gonna grow up one day to be a really i, I guess we'll find out yeah because <laughs> that, that that series is still going and that oh, dinosaur is wow. still alive wow that's really cool yeah uh he, he's he bonds with Things that he sees as weak. I want to say it's kind of like the of mice and men uh, catch. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. hey George, you got a little, you know, maybe there's some influence. Go. You know, it's like I got a bunny. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, Raphael is consistently portrayed as being sensitive to Michelangelo. Mm-hmm. In that, you can hurt Leo. You're probably not going to outsmart Donatello, mm-hmm. but you might be able to. You don't touch Mikey. Right. You know, if you touch Mikey, we're going to have a problem. Exactly. You know, didn't and, they pair them th- like that in the, uh, in the comics in the Mirage comics? Uh, it, that was when that trait was first kind of hinted at mm-hmm. in that he's, he, it's very much like an older brother situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is literally his older brother. But most of the turtles don't have the older, younger brother relationship. That's mm-hmm. that's kind of the only situation where it is. Mm-hmm. And it's mainly Mike and Raph like at each other's throats, not so much as like with the others. Well, that, as that, much that comes that comes up kind of later in Two K Three and Nick. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very much Michelangelo gets on Raphael's nerves all the time, all the time. But it's still that's the role of the younger brother, like. Don't mess with my obnoxious little brother yeah. <laughs> is, is the relationship yeah. they have in those two shows. And it works so well. I love that dynamic. I love that they, that they touched on that. Yeah. Yeah. J- just like when we talked about Michelangelo, how he just kind of evolved into the, the, co- the comedy, the comedian of the show. Raphael's character has evolved into, th- into the older brother of Michelangelo who's annoyed by his antics. Yeah. That has kind of been pretty consistent mm-hmm. since it was created. Yeah. And like with the, the, the Nickelodeon CGI version, um, having that blend of anger and sarcasm, I think they, they pulled that off quite nicely. Yes. Yes. Uh, 
that whole show is a melting pot. Oh well, the, yeah. The two K, the two K three show is. I'm not going to use. I don't want to use the phrase "growing pain," mm-hmm. but it is the growth show. Mm-hmm. It's the but, glue. But the two K three or two K three or twenty twelve. No, two K three. It's it's the growth show. Okay. It's the one. It's the show that glues everything from phase one to phase three. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got where you. Go. I see where you're going. Yeah, I got you. because w- without two K three there, the Nick show would have had to. M- would have had to do more character development, would have had to figure out who is Raphael, who is Michelangelo. I'm with you now. Yeah. But they don't really have to do that because mm-hmm. they already did it in 2K3. Um, let's see. Let's talk about Raphael's physical appearance. Mm-hmm. In the original comics and the original cartoon, he was kind of portrayed pretty much exactly like his brother's. It wasn't until, let's say, Volume 3, mm-hmm. uh, which is the Image run. Uh, after Mirage stopped producing comics, Image licensed the Turtles to make comics. In a continuation, I'm a, you don't see the quotes that I'm throwing up, but the continuation yeah. of the Mirage continuity. And it was produced by a completely different uh, team, both art and story. Mm-hmm. And it got weird. We talked about it in, pre, in a previous episode how Donatello was completely, his body was destroyed in his mind and everything was put into this android thing and his body was reanimated by the android and it was just a mess. Basically a Terminator. Bas- yes. Yeah. It's very much a yes. Name back. Yeah. It, that's a, and that's a very common, that was a common trope in the 90s. Very common. Raphael in that run his how do I describe this his face was deformed mm-hmm. like in one of the first issues like half of his face gets almost blown like off melted melted yeah. like he is physically deformed following that that, that uh, altercation that is funky and he ends up wearing either Casey's mask or a eye patch during most of that run that's not the only time we see physical damage yeah. to Raphael. Uh, later you find out, or, or later, or it, in, in Archie, not only does he have some interesting costume choices <laughs> during the Archie run, oh yes, but you find out later when the turtles go into the future that future Raphael wears a hat and is missing an eye. Yeah. Uh, that he did not lose in bingo. What? Wham, wham. What? <laughs> Lost an eye playing bingo once. What? Am I not getting a reference here? You're not. Well, the, the bingos are the letters I seven, I two. Oh God! It, yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. That's getting cut. Yeah. <laughs> Aww. Uh, but no, he completely loses an eye in the Archie run at some point. I don't think it's ever shown. I can't remember the specifics on it, if it's ever even given how he lost it. Mm-hmm. Aren't they going to do more of the, uh, was that the future tense? Uh, no, what's it called? The forever war forever war. Yeah. Yes. Uh, a, a third party is, is getting together with the original writer to finish forever war, which should be done in a few years. <laughs> cause, cause th- th- those projects work at a snail's pace, but it's been announced. And so it'll probably happen mm-hmm. in the, Nickelodeon show. I, I think it's really 
cool that they put a chip in his like chest piece plastron mm. part of his shell. It's 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 basically like when he was younger, he has a scar from something stupid he did as a kid or some something he did in anger. They and if I remember correctly, they show it. Oh wow! In the in one of the last seasons, they show how Raphael gets his his little chip in his plastron and. You know when they when that show launched, I saw the chip and I was like, "That's perfect." Yeah, of all the turtles, he's the one who's going to have a scar. Oh yeah, and it's like he's always beat up. Like if you if you pay very close attention to the the first uh, '90s movie, he's got a scar right across his beak. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like ooh, and they even put that on the figure, which I thought mm-hmm. was a very nice touch. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, I believe it. If I'm when I when I met the Mirage team at a convention in North Carolina, I think it was Eric Talbot that I talked to that like he whenever he draws um Raphael, he likes to draw him as battered as possible. That makes sense. Like with all the scars, everything. Oh, yeah. You know, dings on the shells. I, I I dig that. I really dig that. Oh, absolutely. I'm I'm about ninety nine percent sure that's who I talked to. Yeah. <laughs> I, bought, I bought a bunch of his art prints. Oh, his he's yeah. he's got a very distinct art style. Yeah, I like that guy. He's very good. Um, he looks like Raphael in human form. Very tall dude. <laughs> that's that's so. a really weird thing to say. Well, he does. That's a really weird like, thing to say. Yeah, <laughs> dude, you look like a giant mutant turtle. Like, thank you. Anyone ever tell you that? Thank you. Um. Well, okay. Okay. The last physical deformity because he he's go, he goes through a lot of them comes in volume four. The, the 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 Peter Laird run that is kind of in limbo. We don't know if it's ever going to be finished. Probably won't. Mm-hmm. He was bitten. He was bitten by a vampire. Oh, what? Yes. And whatever's in the vampire venom mm-hmm. causes his mutation to continue, and he oh. turns into this dinosaur, the shelled dinosaur thing. Oh my god! Yeah, and he has to go through a whole mental like breakdown because of it, and it's. It's quite a it's quite a run, and as of today, as, as of where Volume Four stands right now, he's still a dinosaur looking guy. That's crazy. Yeah, there's also a little known not little known story, but a story during the Mar- uh, original Mirage run. It was not a story that's considered canon mm-hmm. because it wasn't written by uh, Eastman and Laird, but there was a story where a worm like a, like a slug like. Um, the slug like leech character thing like grabbed onto Raphael, sucked his blood, and then mutated because he sucked his blood. Oh snap. And Raph demutated. Yeah. That's a that that sounds like an action figure waiting to happen. Right? Yeah. Like brought to you by Playmates. There you go. So the the Ninja Turtles had to carry him around as a baby turtle. Find and fight the, the the leech thing, and then have him bite the leech. That's nuts. It is nuts. And he mutated back to Raphael, but not the weird. Wow, what? Uh, yeah, wow. It's I, a, that's a book I haven't read in a very long time. Want to read this now just to see how bonkers that looks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I Raphael's gone some places, but. Ultimately, the the Raphael character has grown up with me. Mm-hmm. 
you know, as I said, I I initially got into the character because he was the wise, wisecracking, you know, sarcastic guy, and I was learning to do that, and it just seemed like a like a good fit. Yeah, the other turtles didn't really fit me. I wasn't super smart. Leo's lame, and Michelangelo was just a bit too goofy. Yeah. As I matured as a Ninja Turtle fan, and 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 kind of buried myself in turtle stuff around i'm gonna say the age of 19 20 and i started reading the original comics and uh prepared myself to watch 2k3 and understood that oh there was a terrible tv show that i haven't watched before you know as i learned that Raphael's character was much more angry and much more angsty I was learning that as I was an angsty, you know, early 20 something guy. So it was perfect. Oh yeah. It, yeah. He was, he was me. He, like he started as me. He ended up being me. Mm-hmm. And I, now I'm worried I might lose an eye. Hopefully not in bingo. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so while I'm not as angry as I used to, I used to be really angry and, just obnoxious uh wait really 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 i'm much i'm much calmer now i can't tell the difference Uh, you didn't you didn't know me 15 years ago but but yeah yeah the 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 raphael character has grown up with me Mm -hmm. and i've i've always kind of felt tied to him in that way jeff what's your relationship with the raphael character well of course my first exposure you know was the 87 cartoon. Okay. And I just, I loved, you know, I, at the time I thought of him as, you know, the funnier turtle as opposed to Michelangelo. Mm-hmm. Um, but then of course, it, you know, going, us going back through these episodes and stuff, I'm like, okay, well they're kind of like here, you know, they're like kind of almost even. And Rob Paulson just delivering such a masterful job performance as this wise guy. And as he's gone through his career, that's kind of stayed with him. Like he was the mask in the animated series, mm-hmm. still a wise guy. Um, be, you know, on uh, Animaniacs, also a wise guy. I yep. mean, so like that's, you know, he's made a career of being a wise guy. Um, and so you, you see that, you know, through those iterations. Um, not iterations, but different roles that he's had. Right. Um, and often on through my life, you know, of course everybody deals with anger and, and issues and stuff. So I, I would see my personality shift more towards Raphael good many years ago, more so not, not, not so much now, um, unless I'm driving. Um, <laughs> that's some rage there folks. Um, and, um, you know, I, I think Raphael was my first Ninja Turtles toy, which I still have. I forgot to bring. I was going to bring one. It was the tune one with the punch button in the back and his head spins around. <laughs> Such a weird figure. Um, but I, I believe, I st- I, yeah, I still have my original Raphael squishy head uh, figure. He's in pretty dang good shape. Cool. Um, he's on my shelf next to all my Turtles DVDs. Nice. So, yeah. Nice. Um uh, you you pointed out Rob Paulson, mm-hmm. which uh, since you're on this podcast, we do have to talk about voice acting. Yes, uh, who is responsible for the Raphael voices? 
through the years. I I, I don't have a whole (laughs) list of it. I know. Um, You know, Josh Josh Pius Paris. You know, was Raphael in the first Turtles live action movie? Then Mm -hmm. you then it changes twice. I had these written down last week. Well, we, um, yeah, we talked about the change in actors last, yeah. the last, not yeah. last episode, yeah. but the episode he before that changed all, all three times in the movies. Uh, well, four times because uh, Nolan North was Raphael and freaking TMNT, in TMNT. Yep. aka Nathan Drake, aka Deadpool. Um, yep. yep. He even did. Rob Paulson even did a podcast with Nolan. So they had dueling rafts. That's a fantastic episode. Hmm, okay. Um, by the way, um, you know who did his voice in the Nickelodeon show? Uh, Sean Astin. Sean Astin. Yeah. 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 Um, I can't remember the uh, the two K three one. Um, yeah, I, I when I was looking at it earlier, I did not recognize that guy's name. I was wondering if you would get it. Some of them just really stick with me. I mean, there's just so much to keep up with. Okay, yes, you were correct. Rob Paulson in live action. It was voiced by Matt Hill. No. Live action in Next Mutation. Oh, yeah, Next Mutation, Matt Hill. Yeah. 2K3, Greg Abbey? Yeah. Or Frank Frankson? Hmm. I, th- I think he has mul- he goes by multiple na- a names. Lot of, a lot, names. Some of them have multiple. In, of course, we know Sean Astin. And in the most recent, he's uh, voiced by the African-American man, Omar Benson Miller. I have no idea who that is. Uh, you'd probably recognize him if you saw him. Did like he do he's... comedy stuff? Was he in comedies? I don't know. Maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have no idea what he's been in. But Me he neither. Does, but he know, does look he familiar. He does, he? yeah. Okay. I, I know you don't care. I might. He oh, was wait. played in the new movies. By an actor named Alan Richton. Alan Richton, okay. Who was also Aquaman on Smallville. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, that pretty much does it, unless you have anything else to say about the oh. the cool but rude Raphael. I actually prefer playing as Raphael in the uh, Turtles in Time game. What's his power in that game? That's the, the like the drill? Well, or? no, no, no. That was, that was Turtles 3. Oh, that's right. Okay. Sorry, um, sorry, sorry. That's okay. Yeah. No, in Turtles 4, he's got this, like, super roundhouse kick. Mm-hmm. But my favorite was when you when you do your chain of attacks, at the very end, he'll twirl the size. Or his side. <laughs> and I, I always liked, I liked that little that little, little touch. A little flourish. Yeah. Flourish. Um, nobody liked playing as Raphael in the first one. First arcade oh, game. Oh, no. Because he didn't, didn't do anything. And, of course, in the NES one, didn't do anything. He was always um, the turtle you picked last. Yeah, in the NES game, he's also actually he's the fastest in Turtles in Time. Oh, okay. And Mikey's supposed to be the fastest, which is kind of weird. But in that the arcade weird. version, they're all kind of like evenly matched. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was him and Donatello uh, are the two that don't do that weird jump slash attack thing at the end. That always drove me nuts. So I always <laughs> pick one of those two. <laughs> I don't know why I'm like that made no sense for me to jump in the air and do a no stop. Wow. Yeah. Like your 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 like encyclopedic knowledge about these like the four original Turtles games is, is impressive. I uh, thank you. I play them a lot. <laughs> like I play the crap out of Turtles in Time, um which is arguably the best Turtles game. I don't even know if you can say arguably. 
Like, can you think of any other one that comes close? Not really. Like, it's the most beloved, mm-hmm. the most talked about. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, nothing else comes close. Yeah. Um, other than that, I really can't think, you know, too much. <laughs> Whenever, like, I always loved his quotes. I, 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 I just verbatim always whenever I got in trouble. You know, it's like, I'm being punished, aren't I? You know, I just always would do, like, I love that. I loved him in Turtles, in Turtles too. Um, I just, I, I really, I really enjoyed that. Oh, um, uh, well, there is one aspect of the character that we, that I, we haven't touched on at all today. Ooh. And I wasn't planning on doing it because the next episode we're doing mm-hmm. is IDW. Oh, okay. And, they do some very interesting stuff with the Raphael character, mm-hmm. starting with issue one. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, they, they jump right into him having an interesting arc mm-hmm. outside of his brothers, and I didn't want to ruin it oh, for I, you who I, hasn't read it. Or the, or the listeners. Or I the listeners. I appreciate that. Uh, who, Until who, next time. Who may be following along with us. Yeah. Uh, so, I guess that's... When we roll in, that this is where we roll into what we're talking about next time, Jeff. Yeah, all right. Yeah, we're going to go over the first eight issues uh, of the IDW comic, mm-hmm. uh, and we're going to cover the four uh, micro-series, like the kick, just like the original comic had a micro-series for the each four turtles. They did the same thing with IDW. Oh, that's cool. Uh, they did, They had, and they kind of released them like staggered the release of them. So the stories kind of bled into each other, oh, but we're nice. separate. Uh, what we're going to cover is issues one through eight or mm-hmm. the first two trades and the trade that is the first, the, the first four micro series. Uh, IDW ended up doing a micro series of villains as well, Ooh. where there's a book about Krang and a book about shredder and a book about Baxter. Like that's cool. Yeah, they did. They went all out. But that's what we're covering. One through eight and the first four micro books. And I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait, Jeff. Because I know you haven't read it. Yeah. Like, and, period. Like, I got mm-hmm. out of, like, right when those started coming out, I got out of comics. Oh. I know. Dude, you missed out. I know. I love it. Okay. And I'm really excited to see you read it and us talk about it. Mm-hmm. You with fresh eyes and me with eyes that have read it. At this point, it'd be three times. Yeah. Okay. I'm rather excited. After that, like Ooh. we're we're running, we're we're going to be in in this this next run is exciting. Ooh. After that, we're going to talk about four kids again. We're going to talk about the the two K three show. Oh, good. Uh, after that, more Mirage, and then after that, more Nickel- uh, We start off Nickelodeon. Ooh. So we're getting into the meat of some stuff. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, where can we find you? At the Kroger's. At the, at the Kroger's. <laughs> no. Buying vegan. Pizza, vegan olives. No, vegan pizza. As always, Sergio, you can find me at the Warp Zone Arcade uh, in the Crossgates Brandon area. Uh, We provide uh, lots of video game entertainment for the area. Arcade games, um, our Smash tournaments we do uh, biweekly, which we have a Smash 15 is this week, in fact. Okay. So, um,. Uh, we do birthday parties, events, special events, uh, stuff like that. Um, we're always, always doing something. Always getting new games. I think we might be up to four hundred plus. Yeah, four hundred plus definitely. 
Cool. So we're always getting new stuff. So come check us out, folks. Yeah, down the street from the Krogers. Always. In Brandon, Mississippi. Mississippi. Uh, I'm Sergio. Uh, you can find me on Reality Breached. I'm the Rebree guy. That's pretty much it. Like, just go to Reality Breached. We, we have so, like, we have a decent sized podcast network now. Yeah. Like, we have a nice st- stable of five or six shows. I, yeah. I've lost count at this point. Mm-hmm. And I've been thinking about getting a guest on Shellheads. Ooh. Thinking about it. Thinking about it. Ooh. That sounds I've, good. I've had, a, I've had a, at least one person reach out and say, hey, man, when are y'all talking about stuff? And I'm like, oh, well, we're getting there. Yeah. So. Cool. We might, th- that, that might happen. Sounds good. Okay. I'm Sergio. I'm Jeff. And we're Shellheads. There you go. Don't miss an episode of the Shellheads podcast. Visit realitybreach.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or anywhere you get your podcasts.